Good morning, good evening, good night. This is the Be Yourself Podcast presented to you by the one and only Vendad. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. And remember, worry less, trust more, and enjoy the journey. Let's get it. Imagine living in an environment where nobody is satisfied. You buy a $5 million home, you're still not satisfied. You buy a $100,000 car, you are still not satisfied. You go on a $50,000 shopping spree, you are still not satisfied. It's crazy to think about. Imagine everyone becoming like that. You buy an M5, you're not satisfied because now the option of the M5 whatever came out. And now you feel uncomfortable because you don't have that. But why what you have isn't good enough? What happened to the world where people say this is good enough? And just because you believe something's good enough, it doesn't mean you're settling. Because sometimes it takes you long enough to get to a place where something is good enough. And that's why if it's not broken, I don't try to fix it. I stick to the same things that I grew up on because it never let me down. It may, and that may be old school, but at least I know the background history of the things that I'm using because that's what I grew up using. My dad and mom showed me these products and now these products are instilled into my life. Like when I go to the grocery store, I already know what cleaning products to get, what cooking products to get, because this is what's just been embedded in my head. Imagine being so mind blown by all the options that we have. Imagine going into a grocery store and not knowing what to buy because there's so many options. So you'll buy crackers, from two different brands because you want to try both. You're just maximizing everything. You just want to buy everything because you just don't know what to do. You have no guidance, you have no direction. So it's very hard for you to pick what you want to do. I already spoke about things like this too. It's like an 18 year old picking what they want to do in college or university. Sometimes it's hard to pick because you really don't know where you are mentally. You don't know what you want to do. Imagine being in control of your life at 18 or picking the career you want at 18. And you could live to be 60 to 80 years old and you're 18 picking what you want to do for the rest of your life. The options are never going to slow down. The options are never going to slow down. Think about it now. Before, there used to just be Spider-Man. Now there's Spider-Man. The next Spider-Man. The next Spider-Man. And I'm not even talking about Peter Parker's. I'm talking about the girl Spider-Man in the cartoon. I'm talking about the the kid that's a, a, a black boy Spider-Man now too. And I, I'm all for the different stories. But I feel like you're getting away from keeping things simple. I just want to focus on Spider-Man and then the villains that he faces, you know, that's it. Green Goblin, all those type of people. 
I don't want it to be more villains or anything. Just like with X-Men. You just don't want to get too far away from the story just so you can please all people. You don't want to make something softer or something more of this or more of that just so you can please more people. Just please who you're pleasing and just be good with that. But now everyone's maximizing. So now you see this type of character. Now you see that type of character. It's just like, geez, there's too many characters. <laughs> now when you're going shopping for your toys for your kids, they have so many different options. Now you spend even more money. Because now they just don't want Spider-Man. They want the... The friends that chill with Spider-Man as well. And it's like, holy smokes. And they all have a little story. It's just everything is being maximized so we can spend more, do more, but be unpleased. And please know the difference. I like to perfect things. But being a maximizer and a perfectionist is two different things. Because I like to perfect things, I know that it'll never be perfect, but I'm going to always put the practice in to make it per perfect, even though I know it's never going to be perfect. And I'm good with that. The maximizer is going to keep going and going and going and going and going and going and never be satisfied. They think there's something out there that's really perfect for them and they will find that thing. But there's no such thing as something just perfect. So you have to be able to be like, yeah, this is really good enough. I really enjoy this. And as I said, it has nothing to do with settling. It's just choosing what you actually want and going with it. And going with it. But the way the world is heading on this side of the world. I'm not talking about all the other places. I don't know what's going on over there. I'm talking about Canada, America specifically, the maximizing and not being satisfied with anything, not be satisfied with the person you're with, not being satisfied with the clothing you have, not being satisfied with the house you have, not being satisfied not with nothing, the job, nothing. No one's just, imagine walking around a bunch of people that are unsatisfied. <laughs> How do we treat each other? How do we feel about each other? How do we feel about ourselves? What kind of place does that create? What kind of environment does that create? Is it more aggressive? Do people care less? Do people spend more? What is it? Because at this point, at this point in life, a lot of these things just don't move me. A lot of these new things, a lot of all these things just don't move me. If you want to excite me, drown a fish. Do something i never seen before because everything, it's been seen now. There's the internet. So for me, it's literally about me going after what I want. And what I want, I don't see every day. Unless it's on my vision board or I'm writing about it in my journal and I'm visualizing it. Whatever it is. A lot of things, a lot of things that people want, they'll do whatever to obtain it because they just want to fit into whatever is going on in that time. But what about your time? Imagine the time you're spending stressing on the things that you don't have. 
And because you're stressing about the things you don't have, it messes up how you treat others. It can mess up how you treat your friends, your kids, the person you're with, whatever, because you're always stressed out and you're never in the moment. You're always thinking about other things. And those other things are more important than the people that exist right in front of you. Because you're always trying to maximize. You're not in the moment. You're not satisfied at all with anything you have. And I keep trying to make people be grateful of what they have today because you don't know what's going on for tomorrow. You have to be grateful for what you have today. But you still have to be preparing for tomorrow. But if you're not grateful of anything and you don't really care about anything, you don't put value into anything, how are you going to feel alive about anything that you're doing? And I'm not saying that people maximize in every category. Some people can be maximizers when it comes to groceries. You can go to a grocery store, buy a whole bunch of things, knowing that they only need the basics. But because there's so many options, it's hard for them just to buy the basics. And then they could be more of a, a person that's satisfied when it comes to a car. They could have a, a 2005 Honda Civic and they're satisfied with it. They don't even want to change it, nothing. They're, the kilometers are still low. All they do is the oil change and change the brakes and they're super satisfied. But there's some people that are becoming maximizers across the board. Everything, everything, grocery shopping, the clothing, car, the house, the man they're with, the girl they're with, whoever, whatever is going on, they're just not satisfied. They're just there just to be there and they want change. And there's nothing wrong with change. There's nothing wrong with change. But before you made that change, before you made that change, were you satisfied with yourself? Or did you just make that change because you feel like you had no choice? Like this wasn't good enough for you, even though you had everything. It's like those kids that grow up entitled. You're always saying, yes, yes, yes. You're just giving them everything. Of course, they're going to turn into maximizers. How can they slow down after that? If they have everything as a kid, they're going to want everything as an adult. They don't know other life. So when you're doing that to a child and the child grows up and all they want is this, this, and that, that, and that, and you're looking at them like you're very expensive. What the fuck is going on with you? Make sure you point at yourself. Because this is, is what's happening. This is what's happening. I know that I'm in a better place now when it comes to spending and being satisfied and everything now because I just don't really spend on certain things. My girlfriend laughs at me every day because I just really don't. I don't buy shoes. I don't buy anything right now. I just spend money for people. I don't buy anything for myself. When I go to pop-ups, I spend money with people. On an everyday basis, I spend money for people. If it's food, whatever I'm providing, it's for others usually. I buy what I buy for myself, and that's really small things. <laughs> it's not a lot. So I'm learning week by week, and then you take it day by day. You know, because I got out of the day by day flow because I got caught up doing a whole bunch of things. And sometimes it throws you off your rhythm, and you need to find a way to re. Re, uh, reconnect and re like reinvent yourself and put yourself in a better state of mind and take care of your mind, body, and soul. 
because your mind is running this whole thing. It's not about just your body. Your mind is running a lot of this, you know? Your body just responds to what your mind wants to do, you know? And you gotta feed your soul. You gotta you gotta go after your dreams. You gotta embrace new feelings for that soul. You gotta feed yourself. You wanna feel that joy, that happiness, whatever it is, you know? Always remember that joy and happiness comes with other things too. You can't just have joy and happiness all the time, but you want to feel things. You want to feel things for sure. You want to feel. You want to feed your soul. So you have to make sure your mind's good. You know, your body's good. Your soul's good. You have to take care of yourself. But just know what you want, and it's easier said than done. But the things that make you feel alive, man, don't give up on those things. Don't do things just because everyone else is doing it. Don't be a maximizer just because everyone else. You know monkey see, monkey do. We've been like this since kids. Or we have FOMO now, We the fear of missing out. We don't want that person to have that and feel like we can't have that too. But we have to work to get what, whatever we want. We can't just go out, get it, blah, blah, blah. It's just, and we can go out and get it. But it can lead to that it can lead to you going down a road that you don't need to be going down because you were copying somebody else and trying to be a maximizer. You're not in the position to be that. Just choose what you want and be okay with it. There's a billion options for everything. So be good with what you choose. As long as it provides you with that happiness. Just know when you're choosing, there's always a pro and con. If you choose to be a business owner, then expect to be treated like a business owner. If you don't go out there and get the business, there's no business for you to own. <laughs> you can have a business that you own, but no customers. So you can choose to be a business owner, but just know what it comes with. You can choose to work, but just know what it comes with. And you're going to feel feelings of FOMO. Because the person that's working is going to be watching the entrepreneur. And the entrepreneur is going to be watching the person that's working. So one year, the person that's working can make $100,000. And they're looking at the entrepreneur like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And then the next year, the entrepreneur can make $150,000. And now the person working is looking at the entrepreneur like, entrepreneur, like, like I want to do that now. But no, you should be good with your choices. Or you should learn how to do both. If you can handle to do both. If it provides you with some type of happiness. I do both. I work and I run a business. Because I see the benefits in both. And if something slows down. I still have that feeling of security and control. That people love having. You know. The only control you can have is over the situations you have control over. Other than that, there's no real feeling of control. Nothing is in your control. Besides what you can, you know, your the decisions you make and all that type of, that's your control. But you can't control what's going to happen to you when you go outside tomorrow. You can't control none of that. And one place I want people not to get is that helplessness phase. It's not even a phase. Some people just stay in there and it gets bad. It gets People start getting sick from it when you just feel helpless. You feel helpless. It doesn't matter what you do. 
It doesn't matter what you say. Nothing matters. So you just don't feel like doing anything with yourself. And that can lead to a deep, deep, deep form of depression. That's what I believe. When you just feel hopeless. If I go to school, nothing's going to change. If I get a job, nothing's going to change. If I start to work out, nothing's going to change. If I start to read, like you just don't believe anything because whatever happened to you throughout life just hardened you and made you who you are today and now you just don't give a fuck. They did a study in America in 1966 and they asked people if they felt left out. And only 7% of people said they felt left out. And only 37% of people said that their opinions don't matter. And that was 1966. By 1986, they asked the same questions. Do you feel left out? And you'll, you'll be surprised how fast that number grew in 20 years. So that number went up to 37, no, 36%. People felt left out in 1986. And people said, 60% of people said their opinion does not matter. So imagine what it is today. You know how many people are out there just doing things and feeling nothing from it? They're not getting anything from it. They're just doing it just because, because others are doing it. Or because they just don't know what they want to do. So they're just doing everything they can do. But they're not feeling satisfied. They're not feeling anything. I feel like being in that place of doing so many great things and not feeling satisfied can feel like you're heading to a place of hopelessness. You're doing all these great things. You're making all this money. You're buying all these cars. You're donating to charities, all this stuff, and you're still not satisfied. Isn't that going to lead to, like, drug abuse? Like, you just mentally abusing yourself because you're dwelling on things and you're never thinking you're good enough. Isn't that going to lead to a place of helplessness? Because you're not getting any type of feeling from anything you're doing. You're just doing it. And studies also show that the happiest people are not the people with money. It's the people that have someone there, a woman in their life, have friends, someone they can create memories with, all these things. And I'm not saying everyone that's happy, I mean, that's happy has these things. There's probably people out there that are by themselves and perfectly fine. But most majority of people are happy with a community. That's why people are happier when they believe a religion. That's why people are happier when they're into the same sports. It's, you're building a community and some type of form of camaraderie that makes you feel excitement as a community with others. But if you're just in a community by yourself, you have to make sure you are happy for sure. And... I'm noticing a lot of miserable people aren't close to people. They just aren't because a lot of people just probably don't want to tolerate them. So the choice is yours. You can choose to be miserable even though you have everything. But you do notice if you're a more giving person, a more kind person, 
person that wants to share your, your good ideas with people, the more people want to be around you, just naturally. And that brings some nice energy. If you're genuinely being a good person, you're going to attract more good people. I'm not saying all of them are going to be good, but you're going to attract some good people that you can face this thing called life with. Especially if you're in a good place and then you attract people in a good place and you're just around a lot of good energy, that'll make the flow of life way better. Way, 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 way better. So just be mindful. Just be mindful. And remember, the choice is yours. But just accept what the choice comes with. I always say these things. You can do whatever you want to do. Just make sure you know what it comes with. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, just make sure you know it really can take 10 years just to start making money. Are you going to sign up for that? I'm not saying it's going to take 10 years. I said it can take 10 years. And you working, you you know you can be working every day, every day, and you're paying money towards your pension, but there's inflation. So you know one day, 30 years from now, you could end up still working because your pension's not covering your mortgage and all these things. And you know that's a part of the gamble. So that's why I just do both. <laughs> you know, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't, man. You just, just do whatever you can. You know, if you can handle it, you can handle it. Don't make it overwhelm you where you're stressed out and now you just hate everyone around you. You're miserable all the time. You're not fun to be around. No, do what you can. Do what you're capable of. You know what you are capable of. You just have to dig deep down inside. Because all those times, even when you were a kid, you probably were afraid to ride a bike. But you still ended up learning. You're probably afraid of swimming at first, but you still end up learning to swim. That's just life for you. You're going to be afraid of things. But once you put the practice in and develop those skills, it's like that fear was never there. So do what you got to do for yourself and face whatever you got to face so you can live that life you want to live. Because we're all a genie in a bottle. And what I mean by that is the bottle limits us, and we are the genie. So make your genie be as free as possible. That's your genius. That's your mental. That's the way you think. That's the things that are... Listen, your brain's going to attract the things you want out of life. That's your genie. <laughs> it's not your body. It's your mind. Because there's people that may look hideous to people but still have a beautiful girlfriend. And that was their mind that attracted that. And maybe, yeah, the materialistic things as well, too. But it comes down to the way you think and the way you're speaking and what you're projecting. One day when I have kids and I explain my childhood to them, and even though I went through whatever I went through, I was really enjoying that whole process. It was very enjoyable. Even in times I was panicking and all that type of stuff, I had a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot of fun as a kid. Imagine explaining to your kids one day that, listen, I grew up in a neighborhood where your bike can get stolen. You could get robbed. Sometimes gunshots went off. <laughs> People got jumped, as in, 
it'd be a fight of six versus one. There's a whole bunch of wild stuff going on, but I really enjoyed that. And there wasn't a place that had a whole bunch of money or a whole bunch of... No, it had nothing to do with that stuff. It just it was the community. And sometimes feeling something is better than feeling nothing. And it's that simple. But sometimes people hold on to that something that they're feeling. And it could be a bad thing that they're feeling and they hold on to it. And then they, they reflect that onto others. That's a little bit different. The plan is, if you grew up in terrible environments, is just be grateful for where you are today and unlearn a lot of those bad habits that you thought you needed to know. Don't carry that with you. But it's going to be funny to explain to kids, listen, I came from this environment and I grew up way happier than you guys. You guys are so attached to this iPad, iPhone, all this type of stuff. That provides you guys with so much happiness and fun. I didn't need that for happiness and fun. I just had to go outside. <laughs> you know, it's going to be funny to explain. They're going to be thinking like, my dad grew up in a place where he was dodging gunshots like Neo. And he's saying he's happier than us as kids. That makes no sense. 